Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here. We're going to have some fun tonight. I am Legal Man. I'm going to talk tonight about the riots. I'm only talking about them sort of as a platform to discuss more important issues that are more universal. I talked about it last time, and if you enjoy this episode, I strongly suggest you go ahead and listen to the other one, too. Hell, hell, listen to all of them. But (laughs) the one right before this was also on the riots, and I think it made a lot of points. I'm not going to go back over those points. That's a waste of time. But I do think it would be helpful uh, if somebody's interested to listen to it. And, um, you know, I don't spend a huge amount of time on current events most of the time digging into the, the details and the facts most of the time because the things we call facts or we get as facts are just a load of crap they're not really facts we don't really know what the truth is we don't know what went on in this George Floyd case I've seen all sorts of weird stuff coming out but I'm going to talk about it only in terms of of the the narrative that's out there that's all that really matters and when I look at the narrative that's out there what I see is A bunch of people that look like zombies uh, wandering around, repeating phrases and slogans like justice for George Floyd or no justice, no peace or I can't breathe. (laughs) That one's particularly funny to me, not because it's funny if somebody can't breathe. That's not funny. I don't find it funny that George Floyd was killed. If in fact he was even killed, we're not even sure about that, of course. But just assuming it was, I feel bad for anyone who gets killed. But from a medical perspective, if you're if you're saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe over and over again, you're showing that you, in fact, can breathe. That's, it's just, it's so silly. I don't know if this is part of the way our overseers are mocking people or if, if, if people are really so dumb, they don't understand that someone who really can't breathe can't say, I can't breathe over and over again. They can't. All they can do is like, that's it. There's nothing else going to come out of them. So let's put that aside. Put aside the fact that they're wearing their ridiculous masks as they, quote, uh, fight the man. What in the world is the point of wearing a mask that shows compliance if you're going to supposedly fight the man? (laughs) It's idiotic. It's completely idiotic. But, you know, the mask, put aside the fact that the masks themselves, it's like wearing a chain link fence to keep mosquitoes out. It's, it's, it's not effective. It's silliness. But, you know, the virtue signaling that's going on with these, these protests, I mean, they're preposterous. I'm not here to run down the protesters. There's plenty of people who can run down the protesters, and they, they certainly deserve to be run down because they're complete fools and making fools themselves, and they imagine that they're helping. I want to talk about it in terms of the way I look at it as a lawyer. Now, as a lawyer, when you have a phrase like justice for George Floyd, okay, well, what the hell does that mean? The man is dead. You can't get justice for a dead man. That doesn't even make sense. You can try to get some justice for uh, the family. You can try to send a message that something's not uh, acceptable. But there is no justice for George Floyd. And and an empty statement like no justice, no peace is another idiotic statement to run around chanting. And I've already showed you how I can't breathe. It's just it's mocking themselves. It's so idiotic. As a lawyer, when I when I look at something like that, I think about 
what would a jury have to be doing, right? And a jury is given something called a jury charge. Now, a jury charge is, is a helpful way to sort of think about this because in a jury charge, the, the jury is, is given questions that they have to answer. That's how a trial actually concludes. The, the jury is issued questions, very specific questions that are argued intensely about normally, the wording of the question and then the definitions and the explanations of the different phrases in the questions are also a very heavily litigated and disputed area in the law because when you frame the question, okay, you control a tremendous amount of the narrative. And so when I look at something like justice for George Floyd as this sort of ridiculous slogan that the people are talking about, if you wade out into a crowd of these uh, meat robots and you ask them, what is justice for George Floyd? <laughs> you're not going to get a coherent answer, okay? And you're not going to get agreement between any of the people who can even provide a, quote, coherent answer. It's not going to exist because the concept of justice for a dead man doesn't even make sense. And so it's just a phrase. It's just a empty slogan. And that's really almost all people have in their heads. It's not a defined issue. And that's the key. We have to define this stuff because if you don't have an actual definition of what justice would be in the case, what is the point of marching around and demanding it? Okay, it doesn't make any sense. If, if they think that the system is going to produce justice, okay, first they need to define what justice is. And normally what it ends up happening is, it's just another series of empty, meaningless slogans like, well, it has to be fair to everybody. Okay, well, what does that mean? <laughs> what does being fair to everybody mean? Okay, and people, when I bring this stuff up, they say, what? Everybody knows what it means to be fair. Everybody knows what justice is. It's like, yeah, everybody has their own idea of what fairness is and what justice is. And you know, there are cases that are so extreme where it's like, well, that obviously isn't just. I mean, it'd be very difficult to find somebody who would think that's just. But the vast majority of cases are not like that. They're just a whole bunch of wiggle room in there. And so when I, when I see this stuff, you have to immediately start asking questions like, okay, well, is this a racial issue? Is this all justice? Is everybody entitled to justice? Okay, or is it just black people? Well, what about Hispanics? What about Asians? What about someone who's half black but looks very, quote, white? Okay, what about somebody who's, who's a quarter black but looks very, quote, black? Okay, where is this line? Okay, and people don't, they don't get down into the details like this because they're just swept up in the emotion and the virtue signaling and, and the silliness because that's what's stirred up. But if you had to sit down and actually create a jury question and some jury definitions and explanations that people could agree on, it's not going to happen. And so the phrase becomes totally meaningless. And what people don't understand is that in public discourse, so-called, okay, basically every single thing they're talking about is an undefined load of crap that has a different meaning to everybody. And that's why there's never any resolution. I see people uh, running around. I heard somebody on the radio, Joel Osteen, tries to inject himself into this crap to try to make some money, talking about how we need action. 
We need to turn this into action. <laughs> okay. Well, what action? What the hell does it mean to get action? You know, most of the time, quote, action in situations like this means more legislation. <laughs> okay. More legislation as though legislation is going to do something. There's nothing on the books right now that allows cops to kill people. We don't need additional legislation for that, okay? That's ridiculous. And so, again, you're right back to, well, what would the legislation look like? And what people don't understand is once a piece of legislation is written, that's just the beginning, okay? That's just to pacify the fools in the mobs, okay? The legislation has to be enforced, <laughs> okay? And that means it has to be interpreted. And now we're right back to the same point I talked about before. What the hell does this phrase mean in the legislation? What does that phrase mean? What does this action mean? It's always in the details. See, it's always in the details. But the mobs and the people and the, the race baiters and all the hustlers like Joel Osteen who go around uh, taking advantage of these situations and the politicians who claim they're going to create justice or freedom or some other nonsense equality uh, with a piece of legislation, they take advantage of this stuff. Now, I hear all the time uh, with these uh, politicians uh, running around talking about how uh, there, there needs to be an end to the violence. <laughs> we have to have an end to the violence, okay? There couldn't be anything more hypocritical than government officials talking about an end to violence. All government is, is a monopoly on violence. That's all it even is. The entire way government functions is through force, it's, it's, it's absurd to hear government officials talking about an end to violence. An end to violence would mean an end to government. I'm all in favor of that. End government, and then we'll deal with the violence. <laughs> so let's think about the concept of, of this supposed justice that we're going to get for George Floyd and these protests are all running around talking about. Um, courts don't produce justice, okay? To even know what justice is is a silly fantasy because... We don't have all the facts, okay? We don't know what the person might have gotten away with before, and maybe this is justice for them. <laughs> we don't have the facts. Courts are just there to have a conclusion. You have a system. You have crooked judges. You have honest judges who are stupid asses. You have, you have people who lie on the stand. You have evidence that, seem, that turns out to be incorrect. You have all sorts of things. Trials don't necessarily produce justice. In fact, they virtually never produce justice. Like anything else, whatever justice is produced at a trial or through a piece of legislation, it's basically just a, a random act. It's, it's not because the people necessarily aren't even trying to, but they're just people. They don't have the facts. They're fallible. And the idea you're going to produce justice in some system is silly. It's a fantasy. And all this talk all the time about how vigilantes shouldn't be allowed out there because the idea is that vigilantes are this terrible thing. The vigilantes produce all sorts of justice, as much as a court does. Do they produce a lot of injustice? Of course they do. But, but the, the people who are protesting are producing injustice. They're closing businesses down. That means they're denying those people the right to, to make a living. There's protesters are turning into uh, a violent rioters. What about that justice? The idea that the world can somehow have justice is silly. It's never going to be just. But at least if you sit down before you run around marching and protesting and people would sit down and say, okay, well, let's talk about justice. Let's talk about the specifics. Okay. Then you would see that this 
idea is just an ephemeral load of crap. It's just a system used to control you. There's nothing else. The illusion that a system could ever be set up to create justice is a fantasy. And that's a fantasy that government loves to promote. Okay, it promotes it endlessly with the freedom and the equality. And that's what America apparently supposedly stands for justice. <laughs> it stands for justice. Uh, good luck giving me a definition of justice that America stands for that you can get agreement on at your dinner table, much less with hundreds of millions of people. It's asinine. When was this time when there was justice in America? Okay, it's not now. It's not ever. And it's not because America is so terrible. It's not so terrible. Maybe a little less worse than, than a lot of places, but it's certainly worse than other places too because it pretends to be this fantastic distributor of justice with this is the goal. Okay? It's not the goal. It's not the goal. The goal of justice in America is to pacify the people because the goal of the government in America is the same as the goal of government everywhere else. And that is to control the people and to control assets and resources for the few who get to control government. That's it. And the great illusion that people live under here is that it's something else. And for me, that's the real evil that's done, is that the people are taught over and over and over again these ridiculous slogans and phrases about justice and freedom and equality. And you ask them a very simple question. Please give me a definition of it. Let's see if we can get a working definition of any of this stuff. And, and they get angry with you. They get angry because they're just so fully identified with being an American, you know? I mean, I hear it all the time. Well, I'm American. You don't like it. You can leave. Okay? This is right after not being able to answer the most basic questions about justice and freedom and exactly what it is that America is doing. Well, we got the greatest justice system in the world. Okay? Well... These are people who've never worked in the justice system. I, I've never heard experienced trial lawyers or even regular lawyers, don't try cases, talk about what a fantastic system it is and how just it is and how much justice it creates. That's silly. That's a fantasy. Okay? And that's something that's promoted nonstop by government in our country and by media. All these people, they promote the same thing. And so these people wandering around out, these, these ridiculous zombies with their heads full of these slogans walking around talking about justice for George Floyd, who can't answer the most basic question about it. The reason they're doing that is because that is how you control the people. The people imagine they're going to get something that they're never going to get. It's not a possibility. There is no magical time when there was justice and freedom and equality anywhere on the planet. In all likelihood, because once you have a bunch of people, you got a lot of people who have bad intentions, okay? And they gravitate to government, I can assure you, okay? And then they take over, and then they run things in the way they want to run things. And if you don't have government, you have the equivalent of little government, which is just little mobs of criminals running around trying to control people. So the problem is that people imagine there ever could be a system of justice and equality, Okay. But if you turn the system over to government, like we have, okay, and you've got millions and millions of people you're trying to create justice with, that's fantasy. Now, you can get much closer to justice the smaller the government is. Just like, you know, you can try to get some justice in your own household, right? But you don't know all the stuff the kids have done behind your back. You know, you get a bunch of different stories. How the hell do you even dish out punishment there? 
much less to when you have millions and millions of people. It's, it's just a fantasy. That's all. And so if people would just stop and think, okay, how is this going to actually work? What about all the people who are being affected by this claim for justice? And just understand that the goal of justice and freedom and equality, it's not a real goal that can be achieved. It's just not. It is simply a tool to control you. That's it. That's all it is. It's a tool to control you. And until people understand that and make peace with that, okay, they're going to continue to be controlled by it. And that's the reality. And people don't like it. Well, you're negative. You should move to Somalia. <laughs> uh, it's funny to me because you confront people with simple truth that they cannot respond to and they get angry. And so that's just the way it is. The undeniable fact is that you can't solve a problem if you can't even identify the problem and have a realistic discussion about it. That's just reality. You can't do it. And the people in media like Mark Levin and Rush Limbaugh and everybody else who's up there pushing their own crap, uh, talking about how America was built on freedom and equality. and <laughs> It's just a load of shit. That's all. That's it. They're, they're just there as part of the system to continue the illusion. That's all. It's just an illusion, as I've shown over and over again. And they do so much damage by pushing that fraud on people instead of sitting down and having an honest conversation. Of course, most people probably just can't deal with an honest conversation, so those guys figure they'll just go ahead and make some money. <laughs> I can't say I blame them. Uh, it's funny to me. People are funny. They really are. Um, most are unreachable, and uh, that's just the way it is. There's very few people are ever going to be able to grasp the kinds of concepts and discussions that... Uh, you know, I have with people, and that's fine. They can do whatever they want. I don't care. Uh, I've made peace with that. So I hope you had some fun. hope maybe you learned a couple things, kind of work it into your own systems. And I hope you have a different way of looking at these ridiculous sort of protests that just go on all the time and these absurd things they do. So that's going to do the show for tonight. I, uh, If you like it, like I said, listen to my other episodes. I think you'll enjoy them. I also have a website. It's the truthaboutthelaw.com. You can learn a lot about the system there. And be sure to follow me on Twitter. I like Twitter. It, Twitter's an entertaining place. I'm legal man at US Law Review on Twitter. So that's going to do it. And uh, I hope everybody has a nice evening or a day. Take care.